There may be hope, maybe even for us. We need a lot more people raising the ruckus. Start making a fuss, start giving up. And get out into the streets, and there may be hope. Hello, you're listening to KUBU, Low Power FM Radio in Sacramento. This is The Voice, The Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUB locally at 96.5 on your FM dial, or you can also listen to the station on the internet, accesssacramento.org. This program is The Climate Report, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. We're on weekly at this day and time. The program is brought to you by 350 Sacramento, a local climate action group inspired by 350.org. I'll be your host, and each program will provide you with local, regional, and national news about climate change, as well as local calendar events, interviews, and more. For more details, including past radio programs, or if you have questions or comments, please visit 350sacramento.org. It's time for the Climate Report. After last week's huge youth climate strike, we've got another busy week of climate action. Well, last Friday, young people from throughout the Sacramento region in the hundreds gathered at the Capitol for the school strike for the climate, joining over 1.5 million youth worldwide in 123 countries for the largest global climate strike ever. This is also the first nationwide school strike in the United States which joins a rapidly growing global movement of young people demanding immediate action for the climate crisis. The next youth climate strike will be held on Friday, May 3rd, and in the meantime, 350 Sacramento's youth leaders are planning for the next youth team event, so stay tuned. You can also find out more about this and many other upcoming events at 350sacramento.org. Among all the things that are coming up soon, It's time to sign up for the next community forum, which will be held on April 13th. There's a link on the website. Follow up there. This week, the Mayor's Climate Commission is meeting again, and the public is invited to these meetings. And the commission, this commission provides an opportunity for our cities to take bold action to combat the climate crisis with many co-benefits of improved public health, jobs, affordable housing, wildlife protection, and much more. But public input is critical in making this happen. So come out to these meetings and show that the public supports aggressive, transformative action on the climate. The commission currently has a goal of carbon zero by 2045, but the science is clear that 2045 is way too late. We need to be much more ambitious. So please come and share your thoughts in support of climate action at the scale necessary for our survival. And you can get more information about the commission on the 350 Sacramento website or the city's website. Also, last week was another senseless act of terrorist violence, this time in New Zealand. Another extremely unfortunate reminder that we need true leadership and representation for all of us, regardless of skin color, religion, or any other differences that make up the rich diversity of who we are. We also need a ban on assault weapons now. Music today, we're going to hear I Need Air and a new music video that's coming out. We don't have time. We're going to end the show with Changing with the Climate. And remember, if your world blows up, all we've got is love you know. And now, find some shelter and get ready. It's time for the Climate Report. I cannot breathe today My world is on fire
Since you took your life away The sky is grey and full of desire Mustafa Santiago Ali. It's time to treat the climate crisis like the crisis that it is and give attention to the resources it deserves. Ensuring that the voices of those often unseen and unheard are leading the development of the solutions because we are running out of time. Tens of thousands of young leaders are breaking from school and saying now is the time to act because tomorrow will be too late. So we stand and we march in solidarity with you and for future generations. Let's all support this youth climate strike and save our planet and save our lives. You've got no idea why we're striking. Then, like, what on earth? You must be utter idiots if you're wondering why we're striking. Like, look around you. Like, look at the climate charge. Look at the amount of CO2 in our atmosphere. against climate change because politicians today are not willing to do enough about it. 
So we're taken to the streets to fight for our futures and for those who are suffering from the consequences of climate change today. Our house is on fire. I am here to say our house is on fire. According to the IPCC, we are less than 12 years away from not being able to undo our mistakes. At places like Davos, people like to tell success stories. But their financial success has come with an unthinkable price tag. And on climate change, we have to acknowledge that we have failed. All political movements in their present form have done so. And the media has failed to create broad public awareness. But Homo sapiens have not yet failed. Yes, we are failing, but there is still time to turn everything around. We can still fix this. We still have everything in our own hands. Now is the time to speak clearly. Solving the climate crisis is the greatest and most complex challenge that Homo sapiens has ever, have ever faced. The main solution, however, is so simple that even a small child can understand it. We have to stop the emissions of greenhouse gases. And either we do that or we don't. You say nothing in life is black or white, but that is a lie, a very dangerous lie. Either we prevent a 1.5 degree of warming or we don't. Either we avoid setting off that irreversible chain reaction beyond human control or we don't. Either we choose to go on as a civilization or we don't. That is as black or white as it gets. We must change almost everything in our current societies. The bigger your carbon footprint is, the bigger your moral duty. The bigger your platform, the bigger your responsibility. Adults keep saying we owe it to the young people to give them hope. But I don't want your hope. I don't want you to be hopeful. I want you to panic. I want you to feel the fear I feel every day. And then I want you to act. I want you to act as if you would in a crisis. I want you to act as if the house was on fire, because it is. You're listening to KUBU, low-power FM radio in Sacramento. This is The Voice, The Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUB locally at 96.5 on your FM dial, or you can also listen to the station on the internet, accesssacramento.org. This program is the Climate Report, and I'm your host, Dale Steele. 
one goes out to planet Earth. Listen, listen, there's a distant sound. Yeah. Coming closer soon, it's all around. It's all around. Hear me, hear me, time is running out. Come on. Come on, tell them what it's all yeah. about. Yeah. Yes. We're running yes. out of time, running out of air. Yeah. Gotta keep it clean, show me you care. Wherever you are, you gotta wake up. Come on. We got a job to do, so stand up. Yeah. Salute life, not the general. Play fair, with your morals. We can be united as the nation. Stay for our planet, running out of patience. We ain't got no time. Come on. So we don't have no time now. So we don't have no time now. Yeah. Time to act, we got a world to save. Right or wrong now, how will you behave? Come on! Do the right thing as they used to say More than ever that is true today Listen! You wanna be part of the solution? Switch it up for future generations Level up, stop wasting You wanna know if that's water that you're tasting? Stop playing with our future My daughter told me if my planet dies Then how will you console me? Show me some responsibility Yeah, yeah, yeah usually do what you tell us to do, we do what you do. And since you adults don't give a damn about my future, I won't either. Together we, can do. we don't have time to wait. Come on, come on, let's go! students around the world are set to walk out of school in a coordinated effort to send a message about global warming. Many young people aren't only aware of the dangers posed by climate change, they're also fed up with what they see as an inadequate response from the older generation in power. Jorge Echeverria. I live in the Bronx and I'm in 11th grade. I mean, the way the, the, way the world is going, soon we're going to have hur- constant hurricanes, tornadoes, stuff like that. So I feel like if we don't put a stop to it, It's going to eventually end the world. Hi, my name is Eric Flores. I go to Heritage High School. I'm 17 years old. I know it's messing up the environment, and I know it's going to um, lead to the world to decay faster. 
You might remember that back in October, the United Nations released a report predicting that humans have just 12 years to slow global temperature rise and prevent catastrophe. And young people are the ones who are going to have to live through it. The Takeaway spoke with New York City students to hear how they're thinking about climate change. I'm Mary. I go to school at Our Lady of Pompeii School. And I'm 12. Or 13. 13. 13. Hi, I'm Maria, and I go to Our Lady of Pompeii School. I'm 13. Um, I'm kind of worried that uh, there's going to be a lot less land and oxygen, plants and stuff, and how uh, that we could really get severely hurt because of that. Mm-hmm. Because it could really affect the earth and like how our lives could change. And it's all created by us. Organizers are hoping tomorrow's youth climate strike will be a wake-up call to the leaders in charge, even if many of the protesters are still too young to vote the grown-ups out of office. If you want to keep the earth living, if you want to keep the earth strong, then we have to focus on climate change, and we have to take the measures and the precautions to deal with that. Hey, it's going to affect you someday, so just be cautious and don't allow yourself to be part of the problem. But as students across at least 98 countries plan to join the strike, on Tuesday, President Trump tweeted another message questioning the science behind climate change. Hi, I'm Kayra. I'm 12 years old. Hi, my name is Sophia. I go to the school Lady of Pompeii, and I'm 12 years old. Well, the president does really just focus on building the wall, which is honestly not that important because, honestly, we're all people. I would think that he should take a little bit of focus off of his wall and onto climate change. But, yeah, that's just me. Instead of building a wall, we should focus on climate change. I would tell the uh, authority figure that they should really take action and take control over the problems. Young Americans say they hope that Friday's protests will be a very visible reminder that climate change demands action. Haven Coleman, I am 12 years old, almost 13. I will be 13 on March 29th. Haven is one of the founders and co-directors of the U.S. Youth Climate Strike. I'm really looking for, like, since we have so many locations, like almost all 50 states, I think we're only missing, like, three states, that it'll, like, be a big turnout so that we can, like, catch the adults' attention and get adults to actually stop and think and actually act. Climate change is not only just going to affect me and my future, it's going to be affecting everybody and everyone, and every generation after mine. And she told us why this issue is so important to her. We've dealt with it. We've grown up with climate change. I always remember hearing about this hurricane, this flood, this drought. Like, Colorado, where I live, has been in a 19-year drought. We've grown up on climate change, and so when we hear that we have a chance to stop the worst effects, to stop anything, to do anything, we've taken that opportunity, which is sort of surprising that the adults haven't been taking this opportunity. The youth-led demonstration will highlight some of the generational tensions that define the threat of climate change. Joining me now is Eric Holthouse, a meteorologist and staff writer at Grist. Eric, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. So we know that young people have been involved in climate change uh, efforts in the past, but this strikes me as a new wave. I mean, we've talked about this on The Takeaway, that um, it even crosses political lines. Is that what you're seeing, and what's driving it? 
Yeah, I mean, I trace this back for several years, as you say, you know, this has been going on young people really at the forefront of this new wave of of climate action, going back to the Juliana court case, which was a group of 21 kids that filed a lawsuit against the Obama administration for not doing enough to stop climate change. This was about three years ago. That court case hasn't really gone anywhere. And they've since, you know, shifted their target to the Trump administration. But then there was a youth-led march last summer in D.C. called Zero Hour that was led by a woman, uh, Jamie Margolin, 16-year-old girl. And then it, it just sort of took off. This past summer, a teenager in Sweden, Greta Thunberg, decided that the marches weren't enough, so she was going to go on strike every Friday in front of the center of government in her town. And that just has snowballed since then. She, You mentioned uh, Greta Thunberg. She's obviously been getting a lot of attention. She's even met with uh, world leaders. What does that tell us about the movement? I mean, when world leaders start getting involved here, it looks good on the outside. But is there any concern that uh, this is just the optics or this is actually going to lead to some change? No, this is a really great point that you make. At some point, there needs to be a fine line between making people in power feel uncomfortable and having them listen. So I think this school strike movement so far is, is towing that line pretty well. You know, she's been very insistent. Whatever's happening right now, the status quo, uh, what what governments are doing is just not enough. Uh, you know, she is saying consistently and youth around the world are saying that On the current path, they're going to be growing up without a future. The Secretary General of Amnesty International yesterday released a statement ahead of the strike saying that this is one of the greatest intergenerational human rights violations in history. So the school strike movement, I think, is getting the backing of all of the centers of power in social movements broadly, not just in climate change. I think that's where the difference lies here is that they're finally making the connection to civil rights and and human rights and not just something nice to do for the environment. And do you think that'll actually move the needle uh, in terms of policy? Because a few weeks ago, young members of the Sunrise Movement confronted Senator Dianne Feinstein about the Green New Deal. Um, So is the pressure going to be enough to move the needle? I mean, it has to be at some point. (laughs) You know, there there is a a really tough pill that scientists have, have given humanity that we only have, you know, roughly a decade or, or so to make drastic changes in our in our society, not going beyond um, cutting fossil fuel emissions, but the social infrastructure that would have to be in place in order to really make those emissions changes feel inevitable is very different than what we have today. This is a new social compact for humanity really is what uh, the youth are asking for. And that's the kind of political environment, I think, that would make climate change feel like, an. of course, we need to fix this immediately. And so, you know, maybe at this exact moment, it feels like what they're asking for is too much, but what they're asking for is in line with what the science says is necessary. And so, therefore, I guess, I mean, my way of thinking about this is by definition, what they're asking for is is appropriate because it's what's necessary. Eric Holthouse is a meteorologist and staff writer at Grist.
Islanders I can't keep it up because they change you with the climate It's all a mistake to look upon your face I'm never gonna win if it's not here that I keep chasing These places got me so persuaded Maybe from the rum or the smoke that we creating And I'm tempted to stay This time that I go Don't be coming quick, better watch out below And if the world goes up All you got is love for you Forgive yourself and carry through And if the world goes up All you got is love for you Forgive yourself and carry through And if the world goes up Yeah Is love for y'all, so me gonna see y'all in the end, yo. Thinking about no ends, yo. Thinking about your friends, and it's all I be, I be on another level. In other words, I've reached a different frequency, and you can sneak a peek if you come and sing with me. Paradise is in your mind, rock by the wall. Come with us, and you won't find it. And if the world goes down, all you got is love for you. Forgive yourself and carry go. Don't forget to check out my other radio program on KUBU, Making Tracks, focusing on wildlife, nature, and environmental issues every Wednesday at 12.30 p.m., right after the Climate Report. And be sure to tune in Tuesdays at 1 p.m. for Radio EcoShock and the latest on science, issues, and authors dealing with climate change and the environment on a global scale. Hosted and produced by Alex Smith. Don't miss it. You're listening to KUBU, Low Power FM Radio in Sacramento. This is The Voice, The Voice of Sacramento. You can find KUB locally at 96.5 on your FM dial, or you can also listen to the station on the internet, accesssacramento.org. This program is The Climate Report, and I'm your host, Dale Steele, drawn weekly at this day and time. This program is brought to you by 350 Sacramento, a local climate action group inspired by 350.org. I'll be your host, and each program will provide you with local, regional, and national news about climate change, as well as local calendar events, interviews, and more. For more details, including past radio programs, or if you have questions or comments, please visit 350sacramento.org. There may be hope, maybe even for us. We need a lot more people raising the ruckus, start making a fuss, start giving up. Get out into the streets and there may be hope 